ladies and gentlemen, we are the one, two, three, sore losers. What up, I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. Yeah, turn that down a little my bit. My bad, my bad. That's all right. Hey, I know the most about sports. That's why I run the show and I give the sports opinions and the sports facts. Okay, my name is Eddie, and uh, I don't know uh, much about sports, but I do watch sports, so I don't want people to think that, like, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I watch it. I'm just not a sports knowledgeable guy. Like, I don't know who's on what team or whatever, so. But I do love sports, and I'm very passionate about it. Yeah. So that's it. We're the sore losers. All right. Uh, We're missing one. We're missing Ray, which is kind of, can we explain Ray's situation a little bit? Like, he... He's been working double shifts. He's been working. Yeah, he's, he's been, been working. working a lot, and so he can't make it all the time, and that's okay. And when he can make it, we like having him here. And when he can't make it, we understand, and we don't get mad at him, except for sometimes. And then we move on, and we do the show ourselves, and that's it. The only time I get mad at him is when we schedule a time, and he says I'm in, and then he doesn't show up. Right, that's the only time. Yeah. Do you ever say something to him? I'll make a joke. Oh, and then what's he say? And then he just laughs it off, and that's it. Okay. But deep inside, I'm a little like, come on, man, get it together. Yeah. I got you. Okay, you ready to play the game? Oh, go, God. Oh, God. It's called Which is Worse. Oh, God. You ready? Go. Police say a family hosting a pair of foreign exchange students, the man of the house, was busted for installing a camera in the bathroom. Oh, my God. Okay, so he's facing charges. Or is it worse that these people that have a uh, camera in their house busted the repairman sniffing the wife's underwear? So the same camera caught No, two- no, no. Two different cases. Oh, two- <laughs> okay. So okay. one guy is a repairman, <laughs> and they just have a camera in their house, yeah. and they busted him sniffing the wife's underwear, or the guy that is hosting exchange students putting a camera in the bathroom. Well, they're both pretty messed up. I mean, I think cameras in, in the house is pretty messed up. You know, you're like kind of sick. You're a little sick. I don't understand the camera in the bathroom thing. Uh, that's beyond sick. Like, who wants to see anyone go to the restroom or change or, or, or like, t- get out of the shower or whatever? I say that's messed up. I mean... So the sniffing the underwear is okay. <laughs> I, I just think they're both pretty screwed up. I just think that the camera in the bathroom for the foreign exchange student is, 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 is worse. Okay. You? <laughs> well, I don't really get sniffing, sniffing the underwear. I don't either. Like, what does that do for you? Dogs like it. Dogs just like smells, though. I'm not a dog. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand why you'd want to go sniff a woman's underwear. Like, it just makes no sense to me. I could understand (laughs) wanting to see someone naked getting in the shower. I get that. But I guess it's the going to the bathroom part. Yeah, and I don't know if that's what they're looking for, but maybe they're just filming so they can see him in the shower. Okay, get it. But sniffing the underwear? Why? That is so disgusting. Okay. Like, sniff their jeans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, these games are getting a little weird. No, can, no, no. can we do different topics? What? Like, like, like we started pretty PC. Like no, with, the first one ever. The first game we ever played. Yes. Which is worse. Yeah, having sex with an animal. What was it? Yes, it was the animal one or <laughs> so, you know, one of those. Right. And so that... that okay, but then we a went... A dead corpse. The other right, one was a dead corpse. Right, but then we went in a better d- direction with like, you know, roll-on deodorant or spray. Like, like that, I like that. A little better than like... Drug addict, alcoholic, camera in the bathroom, or catching the repairman sniffing underwear. <laughs> you know what I mean? I understand, but these are the scenarios. Like, these are news stories. Well, you act don't... like it's a list that you just, hey, they're already there. I got to go through them. They're not. You pick these. These right. come from your head. I No, they don't come from my head. I read news stories, and I'm like, oh, which one's worse? God, our world's sick. 
Well, yes, of course, there's so many people in it. Of course, there's going to be some sick things going on. There's people that are messed up in the head. And these are two of them. I'm just saying, this isn't the only repairman out there sniffing underwear. Right, and it's not the only person putting a camera in the bathroom. It happens. All right. So there we go. One and one. Yeah. (laughs) We're split decision. So yeah, go to our Twitter, (laughs) Sore Loser Show on Twitter, and let us know what's worse, sniffing the underwear or putting the camera in the bathroom. Hey, and we should talk about uh, subscribing and, um, and rating our podcast early. Just in case people don't make it to the end of the okay, podcast. Okay, go for it. Yeah, so wherever you listen to podcasts, go to the bottom and you can give us five stars. Don't give us anything less than five stars. Give us five stars and then rate us. And no, and then say how what you think about the show. Say we're awesome. Say we're great. And tell your friends, like share it on Twitter, Facebook, whatever you use, social media wise, Pinterest. Tell your friends. So Pinterest? Maybe, yeah, people use Pinterest. For what? I don't know. It's it's usually mostly women. They yeah, pin things. That's where but they the, find like how to make cupcakes no, but you and can like pin, spiders. You can what? pin your favorite thing so they can pin the Sore Losers podcast. Can they really? It. Absolutely. So yeah, go ahead and do that on uh, Instagram or hmm. what is it called? Pinterest. Pinterest. Yeah. Tell your friends. Uh, did you watch the game last night? Of course I watched the game last night. Thoughts? Well, I told you the Vikings were not going to be as bad as they were last, last week. I but, told you that too. Uh, the Vikings were all right. They were good. It was a it was a quite a game. I mean, I loved it. It was like Rocky Three, like boom, 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 back and forth. But then the Rams are the much better team. Yeah, yeah. If you like offense, it was a great game. The Rams are a better team. Um, Kirk Cousins and Thielen connection of the night for sure. E, debatable. It could have been Cup and uh, Goff, Goff or Cooks or Woods. Mm, I think the connection that was Thielen and Cousins for sure, just because I called that. Well, you called it. Do you understand the no. quarterback throwing it to the number one wide Thielen receiver? is not their number one. You want to bet? Yeah. Okay. Who is? Diggs is. Really? According yeah. to what? Like, what makes him According the to the one? depth chart. According? No. It's just where they mm-hmm. line up. Mm-hmm. Well, then why is Thielen always in the slot? The slot's never the number because one. Because he's a slot wide right? That's how he gets He's out. not their number one. Really? Yeah. Go check the stats last year. See who had more receptions. I'm talking yards. about this year. No, no, no. 2018. No, no, no. Who had more catches and more yards last year? Who had more catches and more yards last year? Thielen or Diggs? Yeah. That's oh, so that's how you decide who their number one is. Who got yes. more yards last year? That me and, and he gets more targets this year. He's the number one wide receiver on their team. Will you give me credit when I say something? When I say something but, bold and it's true, no, will you give me credit? That's not bold saying that they're gonna throw the ball to their number it's one wide so receiver. Bold. There are how many receivers in the league right now? How many quarterbacks? That's bold. They are the connection of the year. They are not. Ah, fine. fine. Anyway. Fine. Talk about the game. The Rams, I know we've only played one game into the fourth week of the season. The Rams are the best team in the NFL. They are the best team in the NFL, and they are. They have to be. All-around best team? All-around best team, odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. They have weapons. The only position I don't think they are dangerous is tight end. Higby or whatever, no one's ever. They don't even, don't throw, even know who that is. They don't throw the ball to their tight end. But everywhere else, they are loaded. I mean, you can't double team wide receivers. You got Cup, Woods, Cooks. I mean, how do you stop that? You can't. Three, I mean, stellar wide receivers. One of them's always open. Yeah. And Cooper Cup is just throwing the ball perfectly. I mean, he's just throwing great, great, great shots. Yeah. Like after who, shot. Yeah, after shot. And uh, how many how many shots did he throw last night? I don't know. Yeah, because Jared Goff plays quarterback, so Cooper Cup catches the ball. Oh, did I say Goff? Did I say Cup? Yeah, he said Cup is throwing darts. I meant Goff. I meant Goff. Goff looked great. He, 
That's and that's amazing. Troy Aikman made a great point last night about how coaching makes such a difference. You think, okay, they're in the NFL. Coaching doesn't really matter. Coaching is everything. Two years ago, Jeff Fisher was the coach of the Rams, and they won like two games. Jared Goff looked like the biggest bust in NFL history. Yeah, he couldn't throw a spiral, I heard. He was terrible. It just shows you they get McVay in there, and oh my gosh, all of a sudden, Jared Goff is the best quarterback in the NFL. He looks like a number one pick. He looks like he's supposed to be. So that tells me, A, Jeff Fisher was a terrible Terrible football coach. Yeah. And I am glad to see I mean, that. not we, terrible. Obviously, no, he's terrible, coaching in the NFL. Terrible. Obviously, he's coaching in the NFL. He's better than the high school coach. But he's down terrible. The like, they couldn't do anything. He had the same. He had a, so if you went in and coached the Rams, they, they would be terrible. You'd be better than uh, Fisher. No. Oh, my God. No, I just said no. Okay. I'm talking. Eddie. You can't compare Jeff Fisher to you and I. I'm Why com- not? I'm comparing him to other NFL coaches. Okay. When, when you compare, like saying, um, let's say, a, who's a terrible quarterback in the NFL? Um, Blaine Gabbert. He's sure. a backup for the Titans. He's terrible. Of course, he is elite. He is one of the best in the world compared to you and I. So it's not fair that you say he's terrible. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's just that's disrespectful to him. I mean, if you were Blaine Gabbert, wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you listen to this podcast and be like, "God, man, this guy's pissing me off." I'm not terrible. I'm a good quarterback. Just got a bad team. I've had no, a bad week. I've had no. a bad year. Blaine Gabbert's terrible compared to the other NFL quarterbacks. I don't think it's fair. You say he's terrible. Why? The same way I don't say teams are great. I can't say teams are great. You can't say Blaine Gabbert's terrible. Compared, you, you can't to- say that Nickelback sucks. They're obviously I- a good band. I just don't like their music. Oh my gosh, you understand what I'm saying? Compared mm-hmm. to other professionals, they're not as good. Okay. He's not as good. He's Fine. terrible. He's terrible compared to Tom Brady. Fine. I'll let you have it. That's what I'm saying. So, anyway, Jeff Fisher compared to other NFL coaches, terrible. And what annoyed me for so long is the NFL, a coach would get fired, Jeff Fisher, from the Titans. Then another team just hires him. Okay, he gets fired there. Another team hires him. They would just hire the same coaches over and over yeah. and over. And never try anything new. Finally, we're in a new generation of coaches. I mean, the Rams go out and hire Sean McVay. What a great... They took a chance on an offensive coordinator that, hey, who knows if he's going to be any good. 32-year-old? He's 32 years old. Pretty amazing. But the Rams, best team in the NFL. And Aikman, last night on the broadcast, said, it's amazing what difference coaching makes. Yeah. He goes, because Goff, a couple years ago, looked terrible. You bring Sean McVay in, give him some coaching, and look at him. And so that just tells you that coaches are important. Well, there is something I see in that team that a lot of other teams don't have. They've got like excitement. They've got they get pumped when there's a good play. They get pumped when they score a touchdown. Other teams, they're kind of just like, all right, cool, whatever. I, I've always heard stories of Super Bowl teams. Like you knew the cow the nineteen nineties, you know, ninety five Cowboys. Like there, there was so much energy in that Man, locker room. What? Whatever year the Cowboys. Uh, I mean, I mean that's so long ago. People don't even remember the Cowboys won. No, I'm using that. Super Bowl. As, I'm using that as, as, as an example. That team was different. They were all pumped. They were excited. They were like, there was just fire, fire in the locker room every game. And this is kind of what I see on the sideline of the Rams. Like, there's, they get pumped in. McVay goes out there and gives them a chest bump every time they score. Like, you don't see that in a lot of teams. And yeah, I believe that's a huge indicator on a team that's going to go far like this year. They're going to, they've got not, they got the talent. Yes, they got the weapons. They've got the great coaching, but they've also got energy behind their team and fire. And, 
I'm with you, man. You can tell their players love Sean McVay. They Correct. like they like playing for him and as a coach. Him. Yes. But the energy thing comes from winning. When you're winning and you're doing it in style, that's what happens. Well, it's kind of like when you're in a streak, like in golf. Like, you know, you're hot. Like, yeah, you're pumped up. That's Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, and, if they're down 36-7 to seven last night, they're not going to be doing the same thing. Sure. You know, but as long as they have that momentum and they keep that fire going, I mean, they could be unstoppable. They really could. Well, yeah. They're... I, I I mean they're they're gonna win the West. I mean the West the NFC West is terrible. Yeah. With the Seahawks, the Niners, and the Cardinals. They're four and I mean, that division's over. Wrap it up. They're the division winners. Dude, you know what sucks? And I feel for Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips was the, the former head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. He's the defensive coordinator for the Rams now. He is what, eighty five years old? Ninety? Hundred? And his boss is thirty two years old. Like that hurts my heart a little bit. It's got to hurt him a little bit, you know, that his bosses was uh, he. So I saw an image last night. Wade Phillips was uh, the def- the defensive coordinator for the Cardinals, I believe, when McVay was born. <laughs> I mean, and you're taking orders from him now. That's got to suck. Does that hurt a little bit? I don't think it hurts at all. Oh my god. I I think he realizes that he is a good defensive coordinator. He's a he's one of the best defensive coordinators yes. in football. And so he just wasn't cut out to be a head coach. He's still making a couple million dollars a year, and he's gonna he has a chance to go to the Super Bowl. That's what he really wants. He just wants to coach football. He's seventy one years old. He may not have the energy to be a head coach anymore. Well, he thought he did five years ago, right? And he wasn't good enough. And so he's like, you know what? I'm a defensive coordinator. That should, it just happens sometimes. God, you're sucks. meant to be a defensive coordinator or an offensive coordinator. That's it. That for sure makes you feel like you're going downhill, right? Like that's. No, because he's still at the top of his game as a defensive coordinator. He's still one of the best in the league. At 71 years old, that tells him, man, I'm really valuable. Like, when he, if he, if he was fired today, another team would hire him like that. Like, he goes home and he's like, talks to his wife. He's like, oh, man, what a day. We great. We were great. Let's start drinking. Oh, hold on. My boss is calling me. 32 year old McVeigh. Hey, hey, boss. Yeah. Oh, you need me in right now? Okay. No problem got to go to the office because the boss needs a 32 year old boss <laughs> see I, I i think i think you're looking at it wrong uh, i don't know i, I think I, I understand what you're saying yeah but i i think at 71 years old you don't care you're just you're happy you're a defensive coordinator you love having talent and you love the game of football because there's only 32 defensive coordinators there's only 32 jobs that job in the whole world and so you're one of 32. I get it. That's what Mike Fisher was one of 32, too. His name's Jeff Fisher. Whatever his name is. <laughs> Who's Mike Fisher? Mike oh, Fisher Preds, is yeah. Car- what? Yeah, the Freds. Yeah, yeah. He, he's married to Carrie Underwood. <laughs> All right, what's that? <laughs> Did you? Uh, this, this is a couple days old, and I've been meaning to get to this. What? Cheering at the games. Yeah. Let's sack that quarterback. Sack that quarterback. So there's a little eight year old girl at an Astros game. And she's cheering, like, hey, bada, bada, swing, bada, you know, doing things like that, like yelling. Yeah. And some grouchy old hag, little old freaking nasty woman turns around and goes, that's enough. Yeah. And tells her to be quiet. We've talked about this before, haven't we? We have. Yeah. And I want to tell this lady, I hope she is banned from going to Astros games. For the rest of her life, they should never sell her a ticket again. I agree. Absolutely. Put her name on a no-sell list. Yeah, her face. Fa- facial picture, recognition yeah. and put posters up and be like, if you see this lady in the stadium, you get $100 if you turn her Ooh, in. Oh, a reward. Absolutely. Love that. You loser.
Yes. What is wrong with going to a game and cheering? Old grouchy people, man. I hate it. The whole point of going to a game and being a fan is to stand up and cheer. I experienced this last year, game seven of the Stanley Cup playoff second round. The Nashville Predators were playing someone. I don't even know who they were playing. And I go and I am standing up cheering and the people behind me are yelling, sit down, sit down, take a seat, show some respect. Show some respect to who? To them. Because they paid the same amount of money as I paid for my ticket. And if you want to sit there and be quiet, stay at home on your couch. That way no one blocks your view. If you want to be a true fan, show up to the game Yell, and if you don't want to yell, that's fine. But don't get mad at telling when someone stands up and cheers. And when an eight-year-old's yelling at the players, don't tell them enough, enough. Yeah. I have an example for this. One time I took my wife to go see Sarah McLaughlin. You know who she is? In the arms of, of an, an angel, fly away find comfort there. from here. Yeah, yeah. So oh, it's it, not fine comfort no, there? No, it's not. But oh. it's Valentine's Day, and I went, and it was like the most boring concert I've ever been to. And some people in front were like, yeah, like play this song, play this song. And everyone was like, sit down. Shut up. We're trying to listen to the music. And it's like, no, no, no. Like It's a concert. I get it. Her show sucks, and it's boring. But, like, it's still a concert, and you're allowed to do whatever you want. Whatever you want. If you're at a concert and you're standing up and someone tells you to shut, sit down, you turn around and give them the bird. Yeah, and the people yelling at Sarah McLaughlin were more entertaining than the actual concert was. So you enjoyed that I one. loved that people were up going. I told I told you that my dad took us to an Astros game one time, and I saw Dion. It was, they were playing the Braves, and Dion Sanders out there. And the whole game, I'm like, Dion, Dion. People were like, shut up, kid. Like, he's not going to answer you. Sit down. He never answered me, but still, I was having fun calling Dion. Exactly. How do they know he's not going to answer you? Correct. They do not know that. Sometimes they turn around and wave or throw you a ball. Let people yell at the players if they want to yell at the players, if they want to cheer. But if you want to sit there, I'm not going to get mad at you for sitting there. It's a game. But don't get mad at me for standing up. I love it. And I hate this lady. And I love that a lot of the Astros players found that video and they retweeted it and they were just like, oh, looks like this little girl needs to come back for playoff games. Don't let any lady, yeah. don't let anybody tell you you can't cheer, tell you to shut up. So yes, you stupid old hag, I hope she is getting shamed. Yeah. I hope, I don't know if they put her name out there yet, but I hope someone put her name out yeah. there and someone eggs her house. Yes, or toilet papers it. Eggs it better. Egg and Whatever. toilet paper. Yeah. yeah. And fork it. Yeah, and slash your tires. Yeah, and for sale sign it. Oh, that's funny. Have you ever done that? No, you put a for sale sign in front of the house? No, you take you go around the neighborhood or neighborhoods around and you get 20, 30 for sale signs and you put them all in one yard. Oh, that means that that sends the message you want her out. Well, it's just a funny prank because you wake up and you have 30 for sale signs stuck in your yard. But that would suck. Like you'd be like, damn, 40 people want me to leave. Like, damn. That doesn't mean 40 people. It, I know, it, but just say, it feels that way because they're for sale signs. They're like, <laughs> get them out of here. But you feel bad for the realtors because you stole their signs and put them in someone's yard? Because I've done it plenty of times. That's probably illegal, huh? I guess everything we've mentioned is probably illegal. Oh, yeah. Toilet papering, egging, egging house, forking, all that. The Slashing tire. the tires, yes. Keen the car, yeah. Yeah, all that's probably illegal. But mm-hmm. so should this lady go into a game. Illegal. Illegal. Biggest put shocker. Put her in cuffs. Yeah, and the biggest shocker. Of the last 24 hours. Put her in cuffs. Yeah. You know what the biggest shocker is? What? Who? What? Jalen Hurts. What is, what is he staying? Jalen Hurts. I don't know the story, but because it's a shocker, is he staying at Alabama? Jalen Hurts will not transfer. Wow. He lost the starting job. He's not going to go somewhere else. 
he's banking that Tulalua Hua Hua gets hurt. No, I disagree with that. Okay. I think he has decided. I think he realizes he's not going to the NFL. He's not going to be a quarterback in the NFL. That he wants to. True. He wants to just abide. You know, let his time be at Alabama, be a part of that program, and maybe he wants to go into coaching. I don't know. And he thinks, okay, Nick Saban will bring me on his staff. Maybe he has a. He talked to Nick Saban and was like, hey, can you bring me on as a coach, a grad assistant whenever I graduate? Or just having the Alabama name, he thinks they have a good chance to win a national title, so he wants that ring. But I am shocked, shocked he is not going to transfer. Hey, do you think maybe, 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 maybe he heard my speech to him? No. Do you remember the one I said, the one I, I told him? Yes. Here, let, let me let me say it again. This is what I told him when he was when he had just gotten fired from the quitting from the starting job. I said, "Oh, Jalen, since when are you the quitting type? So you didn't make the dress list." There are greater tragedies in the world. Oh, you're so full of crap. You're five feet nothing, a hundred and nothing, and you got hardly a speck of athletic ability. And you hung out with the best college in the football. Wait, and you hung out with the best college football team in the land for two years, and you're gonna walk out of here with a degree from the University of Alabama, Jalen. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. And after what you've gone through, if you haven't done that by now, Jalen. It ain't gonna never happen. That's what I told him. So, do you think maybe he heard that? He heard that. He's like, you know what? I heard the Sore Losers podcast. I'm not gonna quit. Maybe, but he wouldn't be quitting. He'd just go into another university. It'd be quitting in Alabama. Yeah, but I, I am shocked. I, I do not. But maybe he has decided football is not his future, and so he knew that this was it anyway. But I just I can't understand why he wouldn't transfer if he wants to play. But see, if you've made it that far. As you were the starting quarterback for Alabama, UK, you got, you got, you lost that job, but you're that far. How in your mind are you thinking this is the end? Like, you had a lot of eyes on you. People know your name, but he can't throw the ball. And he knows he can't God, throw the it's ball. It's a hard thing to swallow. It's a hard pill. Like, man, this is it. It's over. <sighs> like, isn't that shocking? I, I feel for that. He's had a terrible year. God, I feel for that kid. I mean, he's handled it with such class. Now that you've seen. He probably goes home and cries. Okay, but still, in the public eye, what I you would. want from a leader, he has handled it with class. Yeah. I mean, he just said, you know what? Ah, it's awesome. Uh, story of the week, Carolina Panthers defensive end, F.A. Abada. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's probably wrong. I don't know what name you're talking about, but it doesn't sound right. No, I probably didn't say it right. He was born in Nigeria. And he moved to the United Kingdom when he was 10. Okay. He was homeless. Didn't start playing football until he was 22 years old. He's a big dude, isn't he? Yeah, he's a big dude. He's a big dude. He fin- he's six foot six, 265 pounds. <laughs> That's a big dude. Okay. So last week, he made the Panthers active roster. The 53-man roster got to play. He was named NFC Defensive Player of the Week. After not starting football until he was 22, when he was a kid, he was homeless, had no direction, didn't know what he was going to do. And that tells you he's just a freak athletically. But how awesome is it in his first game ever, ever to play in the NFL, he wins you, NFC Player of the You don't week. believe in fate? You don't believe that he was born to be born to do this? No. I mean, he was definitely not given the cards to have this career or be in the NFL at all, but he has them. And, I mean, part of me is just like, 
He was supposed to be there. That it, it tells me, like we said the other day about what age should your kids start playing football? Yeah. That when you're good enough, it doesn't matter what age you start playing. You're going to, you should make it. Yeah. Cause you have that. Yeah. If you start ability. in high school, you'll catch up to the other people. Cause you're that much better than it. Cause if, if Adrian Peterson didn't start till high school, he would have been fine. If Todd Gurley didn't start playing uh, football till his junior year of high school, pretty sure he'd be fine. Yeah. This dude, 22 years old. Who does he play for? Carolina Panthers. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. F.A. Abada. Yeah. That's great. I read the story on Yahoo, and I mean, he was the NFC Defensive Player of the Week. That's that, inspiring. He had a sack and an interception. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that should be inspiring to a lot of people. Like, those are the stories that should be the headline. You know? Instead of what? Instead of, like, Jalen Stain in Alabama. Like, who cares? Like, all right. I feel for the kid, but okay, that's his decision, whatever. Like, that is inspiring. People should read those stories, and people that are down on their luck or whatever, they say, you know what? Like, just because I'm I'm in this situation doesn't mean it's over. Like, look at this guy. You can't have stories like that be the headline all the time because they're so rare. Well, I know. I get that. But that's what I'm saying. This is like a gem. I mean, that's a great story. It's so rare. It's a great story. Put it on top. We should have led with that story. Oh, you think we should have? Yeah, totally. Well, sorry. I mean, I just... Yeah, that was by Frank Schwab on uh, Yahoo Sports. What did you write here? Boxing is dead? Boxing's dead. I agree with that. We talked about it a few weeks ago, and I said, nah, boxing's not dead. Oh, you still, changed your mind? People are still going to the major uh, fights, yeah. things like that. When HBO came out yesterday and said they were going to do away with live boxing, they're not going to have it on HBO anymore, that tells me boxing's dead. I mean, that was the life support of boxing. I agree with you. Golden Boy Productions. 45 years they've been broadcasting boxing. No more. So the only thing left would be pay-per-view. No, there's Showtime. Yeah. There's Showtime boxing. But that's just an opportunity for other other networks to pick it up. I mean, obviously. But, but I don't think anybody's going to pick it up. Well, obviously it's expensive to have to, to produce boxing and cover boxing and put it up on HBO. They told the New York Times that in 2018 their boxing coverage averaged 820,000 viewers. Which amounts to just two percent of their total audience. Damn. The rest are watching um, Entourage. Well, or what is that one? The Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Things like that. So obviously, boxing has lost girls. Oh, is that on there? I think so. Is that on HBO? I don't know, but I mean, I, I never. I, I'm not a boxing guy, so I don't know. But boxing, but you do. Oh, you don't watch any of the like the big fights? Nope. Mayweather fights. I watch only Mayweather. when he's fighting McGregor. That's it, because Mayweather's boring to watch. He doesn't. He doesn't hit anybody. He just dodges. It's boring. I did. I, I like to see him slug it out. Ever since I was a kid, I did have dreams of going to a boxing match, like in Vegas. Oh, really? But I don't have those anymore. Like I don't have the. I went to some boxing matches in Austin, at, but, at the Irwin Center. Yes, they were how, awesome. How were those? They were great because it was like um, a bunch of Mexican guys there. I'm Mexican, by the way. I can say that. But we love boxing, and we can like gamble on some boxing like i'm talking like not mexican-american like people from mexico they just love boxing i don't know if it was just mexican it was like it was kind of like there were some professional bouts and then some amateur bouts Mm -hmm. at the same time man it was fun to watch it was like i I don't even know what the series was or why it was there but a guy i I went to high school with he was fighting one night and so we went yeah he was fighting yeah that's crazy did he win no he lost dang it it lost the decision oh did he get beat up pretty good well, he knocked the guy down. The guy knocked him down. That's what they I'm talking him, about. And it was pretty good. And, and then there was another one. I think it was uh, something Vera. Last name Vera. My buddy knew him. 
And he got robbed. Mexican. Vera. Yeah. Yeah. He got robbed. He won, and they gave the guy. He the, got robbed. Oh man! I Did everyone ah, boo? Yes. Throw stuff on the on no, the we ring. We didn't throw the stuff in the oh. ring. We were all drunk. But okay. It, it, maybe I just saw it different, but yes, that's the only boxing I've ever been to live. Hey, maybe boxing needs a movie. Like like in the eighties, they I mean, do. They have Creed. Nah, a better movie. Like like Rocky. Have you seen Creed? I have. Creed's good. Creed but... 2's coming out. Really? Yeah, he's gonna fight Ivan Drago's son. Shut up. Are you making that up? Tell me you're not making that up. I'm pretty sure that's how it's That's go. badass. So that's you, so cool. Yeah. And, and that's Anthony Webb B. Thomas. Who's uh, the actor? Who's Michael Creed? J- Michael Jordan? Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan. That dude. <laughs> Who did you say? Michael B. Thomas. I don't know if you said Anthony Michael. Anthony B. Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> that was way up. You and your names are, you're, so, you're on today. I think I'm just getting old, dude. Maybe. I'm just forgetting yeah. stuff. I just drank too much in my life. Is that what it is? I think so. Okay. But Michael B. Jordan's a pretty good actor. He's a great actor. Yeah, you know where he he came from? Friday Night Lights. Really? Yeah. Didn't know that. You ever seen? Hey, Friday- whoa, 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 whoa! Somebody mentioned this to me the other day, and I didn't know that. Or you in Friday Night Lights? Yeah. Like, what did you do in Friday Night? I was Lights? a coach. Like a coach for another team? Yeah. We were getting our butts kicked, and, and then we finally what- <laughs> scored a touchdown. <laughs> Hold on, uh-huh. you got to talk about all this. Okay, so Friday Night Lights. Wait, how did you get this job? I will tell you. Okay. All right. Uh, we. How long did you have oh, this job? God. Let me uh, my tell bad. you. My bad. Go ahead. So we were we moved to Nashville from Austin, Texas, where Friday Night Lights was filmed. So if you've never seen the show, it's on. It was on one of the major yeah. networks. Currently, we're in Nashville. We used to live in yes. Austin. Yeah. And so they filmed it there, and I was a huge fan of the show. So I mentioned it on the radio, and they're like, "Oh, come on out. We'll get you a part." So they made me the coach of an opposing team. You didn't even have to uh, audition. That's no, great. I was just I was just me. Pure talent. Pure talent. Natural actor. Yeah. And so <laughs> I my one scene was we're getting our butts kicked. And they they uh we finally scored a touchdown. And I'm like, yeah. So that's a close up of you. That's yeah. The, yeah. And and I, I do like a fist, fist pump, pump and they zoom in on me and that's it. That was it. That's my role. Oh, you didn't have a speaking line or anything? No, no, they did a dub over. Like, I was like, yeah, and they did someone else's voice. So no, yeah, it wasn't even you going, yeah. Oh, that sucks. No, it's awesome. Hey, so did you have any other lines that they shot and they just didn't make it? No, no, that was it. Okay. That was it. I was there for like five hours for that. Five, it's, isn't that crazy? Yes. It's the, amazing how many times. Such a waste of time. Waste they, of money. Well, they got to get it right. Well, I get it, but everyone waiting there, catering, all the food, all the production. Every time I've gone to a production site, you know, like a whatever, wherever they're making movies, everyone's sitting around, <laughs> like everyone. And then it even takes the camera 30 minutes to move. One camera, they're like, all right, move the camera to the left. They move it, they move it. Dudes goes get dinner. This guy goes and gets coffee. They come back and they're like, all right, you guys ready? And then they shoot for 10 seconds and then they take a break for another 30 minutes. People are going to call me crazy. Acting has to be so hard because there is a lot of downtime. It is hurry up and wait. Sa- it's everybody it. standing around. And so, every oh, it looks so fun. It looks like it'd be miserable yeah. because you stand there for hours doing nothing. And then this is what I always think, too. Like, sunset shots. Like, do they have to be like, all right, guys, we're all meeting at this place at 630 because sunset is at 645. And then wait. And they're like, oh, there's a cloud. Forget it. We'll do it again tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that sucks. Like, how, can you imagine? Everyone's there. All 150 people are like, all right, we're ready. Boom, mic and everything. Ah, oh, clouds in the way. Scratch it. Be here tomorrow. Same time. Have to do that. They, 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 there's probably things that get in the way all the time that we don't realize, and they have to shoot it over and over and over. And there's and rain. Like, it's not supposed rain. to rain in the scene. And so they're there, and it starts raining. Like, ah, cut. Be back tomorrow. Same time. Dang. 
But yeah, yes, you're that, right. That's, that was my big acting debut. Was on uh, Friday Night Lights. That's cool, dude. Do you have that? Do you have that to like show your 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 kids? My and stuff? real? No, I don't know. I don't know. My you, brother started watching Friday Night Lights recently. Like he's watching the whole series. What's that he, on Netflix? Is it on Netflix? I guess Netflix. Okay. And he's like, Hey, what 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 episode are you in? I'm like, I have no idea. You got to save that stuff, man. Because like my grandparents were in this old movie with uh, um, Marlon Brando. Okay. And they shot it in their hometown. And my grandparents open up the open up the movie with them dancing in the middle of the plaza. Really? Yeah, and so like we we all every member of our family has that VHS cassette just to remember our grandparents. We'll have that for the rest of our life. That's cool. Yeah, and then I'll show my kids when they're a little older and be like, "Look at this. This is is your great grandparents." Have you ever seen the rookie Dennis yeah. Quaid? Yeah. Okay. Uh, some the janitor in that movie. I don't know. I, I'm hooked up with his daughter. What's that? I hooked up with his daughter. The janitor of that movie? Yeah, he's in the movie. He he. I don't know. He's in it, and I hooked up with his daughter. <laughs> You watch that movie and go, yeah, that dude doesn't know it, but I hooked up with his daughter. No, I, I don't think about that, but I you were just talking about movies and being but in that. What does that have to do with anything? You said your grandparents were in the movie, and so then it made me think about this time when I hooked up with this chick, and like later on she's like, oh yeah, my dad was in The Rookie, and we watched it. And she after sh- you guys hooked up, that was the conversation you guys had? Well, not right after. Okay, okay. Uh, right after, I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> but... It was so it was in college, you know? And yeah, yeah. Lots of things happened in college. Yeah, and I guess she was somewhere in Texas. They filmed it somewhere in Texas. And <laughs> yeah, I think so. She think was like, right. yeah, that was my dad. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's just a random story about acting. That's funny, dude. Good story. Yeah. All right. It's better than your story about your grandparents dancing. No, I mean, obviously it's better. You hooked up with with the dude in the movie, the janitor in the movie's daughter. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Wish I remembered her name. I'd give her a shout out. But you don't remember her name? Heck no. You know how long ago that was? I can probably remember everyone I've hooked up with. Really? Yeah. Oh, come on. It was on. always special to me. Stop. That's I mean, that's like saying you could remember everyone you kissed. Nah, I probably can't do that. I mean, I've, Maybe. Got, I've got triple digits. So I, I know the I, first girl I kissed. Okay, great. Who? Amy. She looks just like Joe Montana. That's right. You made out with her because she looked like Joe That's Montana. Right. I, I made out with Kelly because it was uh, Truth or Dare. Yeah? Yeah, Truth or Dare. And you did Dare? I did Dare, and Jackson Baker was like, I dare you to kiss Kelly. <laughs> How old were you? I was summer after fifth grade. And nice. so I was like, and he goes, oh, you don't know how to do it? Here, I'll show you how to do it. And he, he took Brooke Williams and French kissed her. And he goes, that's how you do it. But didn't you lose your virginity like in fifth grade? What? Was you seventh grade? What? No, we've talked about this, not on the podcast, but on a radio show, right? No, not that young. Are you crazy? Well, then, but... Seventh grade? Eighth grade. No. Ninth grade. No. Tenth? Yeah. Still early. Yeah. That's still real early. No, you're 16. Oof. Mine was 19. Okay. That's late. But you thought I was in fifth grade? I, I, didn't, I didn't know, dude. You were in a gang called Little White Criminals. Like yeah, I'm you French were kissing. French kissing in fifth grade. Who knows there? what you did? Like I don't know. I mean, I was a wild man. That's Let me insane. tell you. I got around. Yeah, you did. I spread the love. Shocked you're still alive. I am too. Damn. And I got nothing to show for it. <laughs> you got nothing. Which is a good thing. That is good. Yeah. Oh, you mean by kids? No, I'm what talking you... about diseases. Oh, got it. Yeah, that's what I meant. Same thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel awkward because my buddy John and his daughter are in here. Oh, <laughs> my bad. how old Sorry. is his daughter? How old are you, Chloe? 15. Zoe? Sorry, not Chloe. 15. 15. Awkward. Oh, this is getting awkward. Real awkward. All right, moving on. Uh, moving on. What I cannot th- believe we just talked about this in front of her. I know. Yeah. It's my bad. <laughs> her dad over here is like, what Sorry, in the Sorry, John. 
He's like, great. Now we're going to do the like, birds great. and the bees talk. Yeah. Have you had the birds oh, and yeah, the bees talk? Turn this mic on. I want to know about this. Here. John, get on that mic. This one over there. You, yeah. you have a 15-year-old daughter. And Zoe, if you want to you chime in, too. You're, D- have you had the birds and the bees? No, she's a she's a responsible young lady. She's uh, she's just uh, you, you've been out with the, like four guys or whatever, right? Three, three guys. Is this awkward for no, you? No, no. That you're, she's a, she's that really, you're talking she's about really all mature. this in no, a podcast. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of got awkward at the beginning when you guys start talking about the repair man. Hey, hey that's lunchbox, dude. Sorry about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, she lives with me, or, and so she's seen, heard worse stuff. So it's she's, okay. she's a very mature young lady. She's great. So. Hey, th- now that John's here, so w- John, we were talking about um, when to start your kids in football and yeah. contact sports. We had the conversation earlier this week, and uh, your your two boys play football, right? Uh, my oldest stopped playing at Cedar Park in and, Austin, and but, your little uh, one's playing. How old is he? My little one's playing. He's he just fractured his uh, elbow last how, week. How old is he? He's uh, twelve. He just turned twelve. And when did he start playing football? Uh, second grade. Yeah. Tackle football. Yeah, he's a bad A though. He's second grade. How old is that? He's a uh, that's seven years old. Is it seven? Because I was—he's really good though. He's—I mean, I, I, it's hard. He would not want to stop playing. I, I think about that all the time though, with the CTE and all that stuff. So, but so it does worry you as a parent that has kid mm-hmm. that plays football. Sure. It, yeah. it freaks you out. Yeah, just but you know, at that age, they—I mean—and they're—they're they're, the team he plays on. They—they they will knock the you know what out of you. They—they they hit—they hit pretty hard, and he's been hit, and he's hit some people pretty hard. But it does—it does. But he loves it so much, man. It'd be hard to take it away from him. You know. Would you feel like a hypocrite because you watch football oh with my him? Gosh. Like, this this makes this, no sense. No, but... this is this is my whole thing. Is if I have a kid, I have a son now. He's mm-hmm. ten weeks old. He if, plays football. Uh, too. I've heard. And if he, if when he gets older, and we're watching football. And then he goes, hey, man, I want to play football. And if I told him no, he'd be like, what? We watch football. How come I can't? I yeah. would feel like a hypocrite. Yeah, yeah. And I played growing up, and I loved it. I mean, it just, I don't, I, I, I'm not saying that, I, I believe all that stuff. I believe that their head trauma is a head trauma is a real thing. But, I mean, it's like, it's part of American, you know, American youth to me. I mean, I just, it'd be hard for me to take it away from him. You know, I just, and, and, I, and I would, I, if he said he didn't want to play anymore, and, if, and believe me, if he got, a really bad concussion or something. You take him out? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to. His mom and I would have a, you know, a good discussion about it. But we both support. You know, he loves it. I mean, it's it's part. It makes him a part of something, which is you know a really big thing when you're that age. You know, because it, when he went from elementary school to middle school, he had his whole football team as buddies. You know, and 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 that just it, it, socially, it's it's helped him a lot. I think. When you think, Zoe? Yeah. It's very interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's but it's don't. There's there's been some times I've I've, you know, if you're a human being, you question, you know, I I, I will feel awful if he got hurt really badly. That's for sure. But he loves it. That's not on you though. I mean, he he loves to do that. You support him in what he loves to do. Yeah, but you but know, as, as a, a parent, as a parent, he's not. You know, I have to make decisions for him, and his mom has to make decisions for him until he's 18. But he's not the only kid playing football. No, he's not. And his his best friends, brothers that he'll have, he's known him since second grade, and he'll probably have – they'll be lifelong friends. Uh, he's, you know, that, taking that away from him would break his heart, you know. So I, I think that's that's something you got to weigh in there too. But I have no problem with parents saying – you know, especially with football and not letting their kids play. I don't, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't judge anybody for doing that. For John, sure. you played football growing up, right? Mm-hmm. How has it changed with even seeing your older son? Uh, well, I, I've, I've had five concussions in my life. That and you know of? Yes, yes. I had one and I had one, I got one in basketball one time from landing on a guy's, my chin landed on a guy's head and I played the next day. I don't even remember the game, but so that's a much more, you know, like I, I coached my son's team, my youngest ones, uh, probably three or four years ago, 
and they they put us through a very rigorous CTE, you know, like what to what to if there if there is any, any chance you pull them out of the game and they're you know they're in concussion protocol and then you have to we're teaching them how to tackle differently than they used to tackle more with their arms and like it's a Seattle Seattle Seahawks it's their the way they taught they teach their players to tackle is not lead with the head. Yeah, did you watch Thielen last night get pulled out of the game because they had to do a head check? Yeah, I did. Concussion protocol, and he was so Pissed. mad. Yeah, but he did look like he was dazed. Sure. Yeah. When he got up, he was kind of like, "Whoa!" When he kind of grabbed his head, like, "Hold on, hold on, I got to get my bearings, got to get my bearings." They just don't want to get pulled out of the game. I get it. But Zane, Zane's had Zane's had one or two concussions. Oh my gosh. He had one. He's had one. One, and he got, but he didn't and get it playing 12. football. He didn't get it. Oh playing really? Football. He, fell, he fell in recess playing pickup football. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so it wasn't. You know, I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> that's. I, mean, I, I guess what, that's am I, kind am of... I supposed to take him out of school? I mean, because uh, he had a concussion at school. I mean, well, uh, that's the thing too. You know, I, it's like you look at football because that's. I mean, that's what they do. That's the point of the game is for them to just battle it out and hit each other, and they're doing recess and it happens. Like you can't control it, but. It's like being in a car wreck, you know. Like it's just you can't. Everyone drives cars, you know. It's, hey, man! By the time you talk, you got your boys are old enough to really, you know, yours yours are getting close, I yeah. guess. And you're, you know, you got a few years. Who knows what football is going to be like by the time your son? I mean, they may not, they're talking the way they're changing the rules in the NFL. It's it's going to be two hand touch flag football now. So. <laughs> Professional two hand touch yeah. NFL Sunday night. The Cowboys and the Vikings two hand touch. <laughs> they, they, guys, it is still a violent game. There are some. Oh, of course it is. They are just taking the head hitting out. Yeah, and the quarterback just laying down in a pillow. That's why Zoe plays golf. Smart Zoe. <laughs> Hey, but real quick, I want to talk about John. So, John, the reason he's here because you're a you're a you work for a TV production, right? In sports, mm-hmm. I work for a group out of Chicago. What what game are you covering this week? I'm doing Western Kentucky and Marshall. We're just up the road here from Nashville. So, John is the technical director. No, he's, I'm the producer actually. But that's my okay. bad, I mean, my bad. Did you graduate from the? I've you, been producing for like five years now, dude. Damn, I'm Sorry, idiot. I mean it's you know. All right, is, he, is this going to get interesting at he, any point? He's the main dude. So <laughs> is when, this story going to get interesting? So when you watch the game, he's the dude behind it. So I, if you have any questions, like when you're watching the game, we, we talked about something, John, a while back about um, why sideline reporters even exist. I got to be careful with this answer. Hey, man, uh, did you know, no, uh, one, no one listens to this podcast, so just let it rip. One of the, the girl that's working with us this week works for the NFL Network. Her name's Danny Kleppinger, and uh, she... She's really good. I mean, and they put a lot of work into it. I will say that. I as a as a viewer, if I'm not working it, I don't personally care for it. I don't. I don't it's not that I don't care for it. I just don't need it. I mean, I, but I love football or sports, so I kind of know what I'm looking at. I don't need to be told the the safety got, you know, or whoever's hurt is hurt or whatever. I don't need that. But it's an entertainment thing, man. It's an entertainment business, and that's you know, guys guys that are watching football like to look at pretty girls. So absolutely. <laughs> no, yeah. I know, I know that that's the case. But, no, I mean, I mean, if but you it's like also looking, a time. I mean, it's, it's your business. It's really. also a time filler too, right? Yeah, well, but they're going to show the hot chick over the. They're not going to just show the parking lot. I mean, yeah. it's more interesting to see a hot chick eating a hot dog. And they do bring eating something to the table. Dog? They do bring something to the table. I think a lot when it comes to like what's going on on the sidelines and talking to the coaches. So they, they, there's sometimes, although. Coaches would tell you they're going to tell them. You know, the only guy that the only guy that has that down to an art is like Popovich. He'll just mess with them. You know, but a yes. lot of coaches, but a lot of coaches will you'll get some good stuff out of them. Sometimes, really, you think so? Because when I watch them, oh, we need to score better. We need to tackle better. All right, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. There's, there's pretty still, generic. We got to play better. We got to quit turning the ball over. There's yes, a lot of that. There's, there's a lot never of never anything they're going to reveal to you during a game or in halftime that 
in any way because the other team could be no, have I, someone watching the game and it's like they're not going to say anything important. Like I understand, like when okay, so and so's out for the game because he, you know, he had an ankle injury. Great, I saw him limp off the field. I just want to know if he's coming back. That's good. But when they interview the coaches, it's a waste of my time. Yeah, I, I can, I can, I, I totally, I get that. I mean, like I said, I don't, I got to be careful because I got a lot of friends that do it, and they, they, that's their livelihood, and they really put a lot of passion and work into it, you know. So, uh, but it's, it is an entertainment business, man. That's what it is. It's an entertainment business, and people, and what I'm doing now is really cool. Is it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's a, it's like you guys are doing a podcast. What I do, the game I'm doing tomorrow is, is over the air on TV, as you can catch it on in Nashville or whatever or wherever, and then it's also streamed on facebook live so we okay. stay we stay in the breaks during facebook so it's a whole new thing that a lot of comp you know that's that that's the way things are going is so social media you can watch the game on your phone and you can and you we, they'll comment on and that's what another good reason to have the sideline person is people comment like hey why aren't why aren't they doing this they should run this play they should run this play and the, and the talent will actually answer the questions of what are on facebook on the air that's cool so it's kind of an interactive, interactive. thing. that's you, pretty neat yeah that's that's a totally different that's where it's headed i can tell you that that's it's a really facebook we're really heavily involved with facebook another question for you yeah so the the sportscasters how much knowledge do they have versus how much is uh, fed to their ear is fed to their ear or the stats so I, that's what i do card. is i feed stuff to their ear but like again the guy i'm using that's using played for the cowboys he played and he played for the redskins and he played he, his name's ross tucker he was the backup oh yeah he's uh, good he was a backup uh <laughs> lineman for uh larry allen at yeah. dallas so he has he's he's he's, he's, good. he's, he's a good dude well and then well, I, and max starks is another guy i work with who's the left tackle for the steelers with one super bowl yeah. so those guys know what they're talking about and then the and then you know the the they're the, the analysts they're the analysts oh right right so the color, yeah, the color. The, but the play-by-play guys are play-by-play guys. They a lot of them have played, some of them haven't played, but they know how to involve the analysts. I wonder if people know that. We know it because we're in broadcast, but I wonder if people realize that one guy, Joe Buck, like last night for example, is the play-by-play commentator. Yeah. He's the guy that'll always be. He was, sets up Troy. He's going to tell you what's going on in the field, yeah. and then Troy will give you kind yeah. of the opinionated. Yeah, because yeah. Troy Engman played football, in you know at the highest level. And I, I think people realize that when they watch the game. I would hope they watch it. I would hope they know that who Troy, Troy Eggman is. No. I'm talking about the about different the, roles. Yeah, I don't know if people do. Really? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we do. I, I mean, I, I think, do. I think, I think I'm most shocked Eddie does. I think, I think most people that watch That's it know Troy Eggman, you know what I mean? But, no, but. He's, <laughs> no, he's saying they know the difference between the two people. They're oh, their roles. I got you. Well, I, I think when you watch the game, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Like if you have the sound on, you hear one guy go play by play, and the other guy give opinions. The other, I and, mean, well, and then the guy that's giving the opinions, or the the like the Aikman or whoever that is, the Romo, whoever's doing it, um, is you know they, the, the, the 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 play by play guys. Yeah, let's drop all the cowboy names. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, you guys are such losers. But uh, the play by play guy sets those guys up, and because they're not gonna, you know, Joe Buck's not gonna go. Well, I think they should, you know, blitz the safety on that or. They're not. Why are they playing a four three and they should be playing a three four? He's he's just going to say, Troy, what do you think? And then Troy's going to pontificate on that. You know, Ooh, good word. Ooh, pontificate. pontificate. Can word. you break that See down? We're like? pretty dumb here in this podcast. Yeah, what I mean, does that short mean? Short loser show on Twitter. If you know what <laughs> pontificate <laughs> means, what is that? Uh last did you see CC CC Sabathia yesterday? No. Cost himself five hundred thousand dollars. Did he throw a bat? No. He was two innings away. He was throwing a one hitter. From reaching his, like he had an innings bonus, he had two innings to go. What does that mean, innings bonus? Like if he throws Explain a certain... Explain all that, I don't even know what okay, you're talking about. In his contract, it was like if he throws 150 innings, whatever, this year, 
he gets a $500,000 bonus. Got it, because he's a pitcher. Yes. So, for the Yankees. Yeah. He's two innings away, and he gets ejected from the game yesterday. What did he do? Ultimate tim- teammate. The catcher for the Yankees, Austin Romine, got thrown. The uh, the Devil Rays pitcher threw one behind his head. Okay. So, Sabathia takes him out next inning. Boom! Plunks the dude in the knee. Ejected. Wow. He How said, much was that bonus? 500000 Okay. So, do you think that he... Forgot about the bonus? No. He, he knew. He, he knew, knew going, what he was doing? He, he knew exactly. Going into that game, he knew how many innings he needed for that 500000 So what? 500000 is just chump change to him? Yes. <gasps> it's called being a good teammate. He said, I'm going to... He said $500,000 is not as important as being a good teammate. <sighs> See, I always say that they don't care about exactly. Team you sports. Always it's say all that. about money. That's why they're professionals. It's about money. This blows my mind that he would do that. I say he just got caught in the moment. No, he knew. He knew going in to the to the the, the whatever the um, game that he had to pitch seven the whatever. innings. The game. <laughs> I'm trying to look up his career earnings right now. Oh, okay. well, obviously he makes a crap load of money. Yeah. So five hundred thousand probably is nothing. I get yeah, it. Yeah, his last contract was seven years, one hundred sixty-one million. But I don't care if I have a lot of money and you're giving me five hundred thousand just to throw one more pitch. Like what the. That's crazy, man. That's called being a good teammate. I don't know. I think he lost his mind and just forgot where he was in the game. You don't think he's just being – I mean, that, that when he goes back to the locker room, everybody has to be like, respect. Like, mad respect. Yeah, you just gave up 500 k For the, the betterment for, of our team. Yeah. To protect our players. That tells well, you – But what he did wasn't to protect the players. Yeah, it was. Not really. That's exactly what that is. That says if you're going to throw at my player, if I'm going to throw it at you. I'm, your 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 boys are about to get hit. That sounds stupid. That's not protection. That's, that's like absolutely that, that's what it is. Str- that's street protection. Like, hey, you come into my hood, you shoot up. I'm going to go to your hood and shoot it well, up. Well, that's basically what it is. That's dumb, guys. We're professionals. We're adults. Like, what are we talking about? We're here to make money, and like, you're going to just waste five hundred thousand dollars. This story is crazy to me. That's what baseball is. They have the unwritten rules where you have to protect, or else people could just go throw at your hitters and you do nothing back. The other pitchers think, okay, I can hit their players with no repercussions. Whenever I see that big you know, fight going on in the field and everyone, the team against team, I'm the dude in the dugout and be like, all right, I'm out. Let these dudes fight it out. <laughs> like, I'm not getting hurt in there. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, maybe I'm just cut from a different cloth. That's crazy. You're, you're not going to have your teammates back? Nah. Nah. Now, if my, now if my son's fighting or he's getting his butt kicked off, I'll go Wait, in there and back him so up. So you're not going to have your teammates back. You're Let, the, you're the little look, dude. I'm not an athlete, so let's just break it down. You and me here. No, I'm somebody saying, starts jumping you, you know, in the parking lot. Like we're teammates, right? Somebody starts jumping you in the parking lot. Totally different. How is that different? We're not in the trenches together. Yeah, we are. What do you call this? This is not anything, guys. Well, right now we're in the trench. No. Baseball players are together for nine months out of the year. We're here three. They're, we're here every week of the year. Oh Monday through Friday, you and me in the trenches. Uh no. So you, you're trying to back off because you would you trying to change your mind because you wouldn't back me up. Yes, I would. If I was getting my butt kicked in the alley, you would probably do what? I would go after him. No, you'd be like, fight back, Eddie. Harder. If there, if Punch him. No, if there's two people jumping you. Eddie, cover your face. If there's two people jumping you, I would jump in. You would? Yes. That's legit. But you would be the little sissy that stays outside the fight in the, the baseball. I would call the I would call the cop. Oh, in baseball, yeah, I'd stay in the dugout. Why? Or maybe get my phone. Like, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Let me go straight to live. Live to live Instagram. Yeah, I'm not fighting, dude. I'm an adult. Like, we don't fight. 
Yes, they fight in football, they fight in basketball, they fight in baseball. I mean, I don't understand what you're saying about this. There's a certain player that fights. Who? Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm saying there's they a certain person out. Nah, they don't all do. It, Tim Duncan never fought. Like, um, Tony Parker doesn't fight. If um, it came down to it, he would. LeBron doesn't really even fight. Like, they don't, well, there's certain... No there's one's certain... going to mess with LeBron because he's <laughs> the biggest dude in the... I, <laughs> I get mean... it. I get it. But, you know, like, there's just a certain personality that fights. I'm not that personality. Sabathia is a fat dude. He doesn't fight, but what did he do? He said, I'll fight for my team. Fat dudes don't fight? Well, he's not a fighter. He's not... I, I, I'm saying he doesn't look like the fighting type. I, I'm not saying what you look like. I'm saying deep inside, like, there are fighters and there are non-fighters. I'm a non-fighter. I mean, I've never I, gotten into a fight my whole life. I'm not a fighter either. You were but, in a gang. Yes, I was. The little white criminals. That's right. But I would fight if it came down to You guys to, were how old, 10? Uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, 8, 9, 10, 12. 11. Hardcore. We were crazy, dude. They do. They ever do like a gangland documentaries on you? No, they should. They should have done a gangland documentary because yeah, we had history. a lot of stories. Let me tell you, we used to think we should make a video game about our neighborhood growing up, but then they came out with Grand Theft Auto and they kind of stole our Same concept. Yeah, same concept. Stole our thunder. Did y'all ever steal a car? No, I never stole a car. Uh, What's the worst thing, Little White Criminals? Hey, this is uh, Statue of Limitations, so we're we're good, right? One of our best best ones ever that we did, our little prank, we did fake fighting. Uh, We would put different color bandanas on. Oh, just to lure cops? No, no, no. So you would wait until a car's coming, then you would act like you're jumping someone in the middle of the road. And they would have an opposite color bandana on. And when the car got close enough, we'd all scatter and leave the person laying in the street. Oh, my God. And then the, per- oh my. the person would get up and kind of limp off, and the car would be like, are you okay? You know, you want me to do anything? <laughs> and they no, no, no. And sometimes they'd call the cops. So and what then, was the point, though? So you guys can carjack the car once they got out to check? No, it's just fun to run. Oh. And it's fun to run from the cops. It was fun to run from the cops. Oh. Like one time I was doing it with my buddy Josh and then Aaron and his little brother Brandon. And we were fake jumping Brandon for like an hour and no one would stop. So Aaron and Brandon had a curfew. They go home and Josh would spend the night with me. And so my sister's friend Kamika and Jennifer, they came over. <laughs> so then we do it with them and we fake like we're jumping Kamika. Or no, we fake like we're jumping what? Jennifer. Jennifer. Oh my goodness. And she starts limping, and this old lady rolls in. Are you okay, honey? You want to ride home? She goes, no, it'll just get worse. It'll just get worse. It'll be okay. <laughs> and so then we're sitting on the curb five minutes later, right? And all of a sudden, this car just starts whoo, hauling. So we run to the fence, and we're trying to open the gate, and boom, spotlight says, police, when you look back. We're like, uh-oh, swing open the gate. And we run through the backyard, and the two fences, you know, connecting the two backyards, yeah. it was down because they were doing repairs. So I run to the other gate, and I can't get it open. So I dive over the top of the fence and scrape my chest all on the fence and get up and run in the woods. Josh runs, can't get it open, dives over the fence. The girls run up, and they just open the gate. <laughs> so we get in the woods, right? And Kamika, oh my goodness. her house backed up to the woods. Yeah. And you know how my brother burned down the woods? Yes. This is the same woods we ran into. Oh, they, they, re, they had regrown. Thanks for the image. Yes. And so there's a you know a dead end of a street. Sure. We had, to jump, we had to jump out of the woods, run across the street, and jump back in the woods. Okay, so I run across, jump in the woods. What, you're not interested in this I story? know I am. I'm just, I'm just crazy. I'm shocked at how you're still alive, man. Like This, this is crazy. This is crazy. So I jump out of the woods, run across the street, jump back in the woods. Josh... Jumps out of the woods, runs across the street, and he's behind the fence, and a cop pulls in the dead end. Why? And I'm like, oh, they're all busted. I'm leaving them. So I go to Kamika's house, 
And I'm sitting in the backyard and I'm watching a cop car drive up and down the street, up and down the street. That didn't make your heart race. Oh yeah, dude, I'm. That's what you're. That's what you're doing it for, huh? Exactly. The adrenaline, adrenaline baby. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. all of a sudden, I hear some noise by Kamika's back fence. I'm like, oh, it's the cops, and I'm gonna just turn myself in. I'm like, all right, all right, I'm right here, and it's them. And I'm like, what happened? How'd you guys get here? And they're like, oh, the cop just pulled in, turned around, and went out. <laughs> And so we get in Kamika's house, right? This is this is too long. Like the story's already too long. You really think so? Rat- I think I think people are on the edge of their <laughs> okay. seat right now. Go, go, go. So I I get a call right when we get in Kamika's house because yeah. it was right in front of my house where this all went down. Yeah. And it's my dad. Are the cops looking for you? No. Don't lie to me. Okay. Yeah. Get your ass home right now. Okay. We hang up, and we're about. To, Josh and I are about to walk out and walk home. And we got burrs all up our legs, you know. We've been in the woods. We've been running through the woods. And my dad calls back and goes, "Well, there's eight cop cars out front. Why don't you wait till they leave and then come home?" Oh, nice! Your dad's yeah, yeah your dad's got your back, dude. That was one of the better ones. Yeah. Hey, so, do you know, I don't. What I don't understand is how the cops, the fire department, every story you've talked about your little white criminals and your little shenanigans. Yeah. They all have your home phone number. No, no, just the, no, no. The fire department—they just went around and no. We were doing the stuff in front uh, of my house. I think you had a record. I think you had like they had post-it notes. No, like, no, no. Lunchbox lives here. Or else the here. cops would have gone to my house. They didn't know. They didn't go to my house. Oh, just your dad just figured it was you because the cops were out in front of your house. Yes, they weren't at your house. They looking weren't at for my you. house looking for me. Okay. No, they were just out there. I was like, dude, you've told too many stories of where the cops know where you live and like, the fire department calls your dad. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's just one of my cop stories. I got plenty more, but we can't get up to them all today. So did you get all that out of your system? Like, are you still commit crimes here and there? I don't even know if it was a crime. We didn't. Commit- Everything you've talked about is a crime. No, fake fighting is not a crime. Yeah, you're making someone stop and like. <laughs> we're not making them. They decide to stop. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. We're, 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 then we're can get- we try this? Let's try it now as adults. See if it works. It will. I promise you. At nighttime, if you act like you're jumping someone in the middle of the road, someone Coach, will call the cops. Coach, I'm not doing that. The only thing I have wanted to do is have lunchbox walk in front of a cop, like a, like at a red light. You know, a cop, uh, lunchbox walk right in front of the cop in the crosswalk. Stop, look at the cop, and then just run full speed and see what happens. Here's my question. Why does it have to be me? Why can't it be you? Yeah, because I'm not a good runner. Neither am I. You're a fast runner. I understand that. But that's why it's even funnier. And, and it's an experience. It's experiment. <laughs> it's an experiment. See what the cop would do. It's a it's a better experiment with you because there's a better chance they'll catch you. Me, I'm just too fast. I know. We don't want to get caught. We just want to see what the cop does. Oh, yeah. Should, should we do a YouTube video on no, that? No, I'm out. Okay. I'm out. All right. All right. Uh, before we go, NFL in college this weekend. Yeah. You, you got any games? I, I cannot wait. Uh, Ohio State travels to Penn State. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say take Ohio State minus the three and a half or four and a half whatever the line's at right now, but I, I like Ohio State. Okay. And did you cover last night? Just to go back real quick, did you cover on the the Rams plus seven uh, minus seven? It was a push. It was a push because it was a seven point game. Yeah, of seven point game. So no one won. If you bet that game, you got your money back. Okay. Everybody got their money back. No one won. No, no harm, won. no foul. Yeah. So okay. you locked it up. Whatever you did. Whatever. All right. That's fair enough. NFL this weekend. NFL. I'm just ready for the Cowboys to win another game. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, Cowboys, Lions. I think we got this, so I'm excited about this week. And then if we can just win this game, then we're good because we go to the Texans next week, the week after that. So smooth sailing. <laughs> you are so fun. I love it. I love how it's <laughs> smooth sailing. You guys are one and two, but it's yeah. smooth sailing. I mean, if we can win this week, smooth sailing. Is that Come your on, lock? Baby. Is the Cowboys are going to cover the three points? Correct. That's my lock. You're drunk. No, I'm not.
Well, you should be. Not yet. With, uh, I'd love to be. I, I Man, who do I love this week? And I, I like the Bengals. Who are they playing? They're playing the Falcons. And uh, I think they're getting five points. Five and a half points. And I like the Bengals plus the five. That's that's risky. No, it's not that risky. I think it is. I like it a lot. Why? Give me, give me, give me some uh, Atlanta, insight. Atlanta's missing like four defensive starters. They they lost two of them at least for the year, and I just don't think their defense is good enough. I think the Bengals have a decent defense, and I see it being a field goal game. That's just my my feeling right now. Like, yeah, I see that game being really close. I mean, the Bengals are better than we thought they were, and yeah. I, and I'm excited for the Pittsburgh. Baltimore game because they always play close. It's always usually mm-hmm. about a field goal game, so that should be a fun game to watch. Coach, what about in college? I told you I, I've been talking about it for two weeks straight. Uh, number two, Clemson is number two or number three? Number what two. Number two, Clemson plays Syracuse. The Orange Men will beat Clemson. That's your upset of the week. Okay. <laughs> if not, cool. we shave your eyebrows. Um, can we trim them? No, we shave them. Like, just, just trim them. No, no, no. You've been talking about it for two weeks. You've been telling people to bet. I mean, it's only a 22-point spread. So, I mean, you're so confident in Syracuse. Are you shaving your eyebrows? 22-point spread, huh? Yeah. That's how many Clemson's favored by. Yeah. I and see. they're going to cover that. And, no, 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 no. You take the yeah, Orangemen. Yeah, they are. Give, give the Orangemen 22 points. We got this. And it's not the Orangemen anymore. Are they, what are they? Syracuse Orange. Why aren't they Orangemen? Sexist. Sexist. Fine. Take the Orange women. No, it's just Orange. So either way, it'd be sexist. Yes, it's just orange. What's wrong Syracuse with orange. Why can't we just say words? No, don't get into that. We don't want to get into that. Just saying. It's all about equality. I, I get it. I like equality. I just It's a word. Yeah, but it's a mascot, and if it's the orange men, you're not cheering for the women. <sighs> okay. Syracuse orange win. All right. Hey, what about Notre Dame Stanford? This is going to be the, tell, the, the telltale. This is going to be how good is Notre Dame. Yeah. So I've always said Notre Dame's good. Always said the beginning of the year. I said Notre Dame's good. Watch out well, yeah, for because Nord- they were ranked number five in the no, preseason no, no, I, poll. But no, I told you I don't care about rankings. No, you have to. You no, I don't. Yes, I don't care if, about if rankings. They, if they were rankings not, are full of crap. If they were not number five, you would not have said, "Oh, they're good." Like I could have put, I could have come out with a ranking. Okay, so what made them good in in the preseason? Why did you think Notre Dame was good? Rudy. That's it. Of course. Chip Kelly, he's not even the coach anymore. He was never the coach. Oh, Rob Kelly, <laughs> he's the running, he's the backup running back for the Redskins. Bill Kelly, what's his name? Oh my gosh, help me out, help me out. Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly. No, 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 no. He's the Buffalo Bills. You got me. See, I know my '90s football, dude. All right, we're out. Who, who's the coach of the? Look it up. Irish. I, this is how you, the, the, you always tell me this with music. Oh, you'll never learn unless you look it up. So look it up. <laughs> I parent you. I parent you in music. Yes, right. you do. Do you parent me in sports? No, I just I should. I should not get frustrated. I should just parent. Yeah, that, exactly. Don't get frustrated with me, Dad. Just teach me a little. Throw the ball with me in the backyard. Oh boy! All right. All right. Have a good weekend. Hey, you guys have a good weekend. Thanks for listening to Sports Losers Podcast. John, Zoe, thanks for joining. Yeah, man, got are, awkward. Sorry, guys. You guys are really good. Zoe, we, we apologize for anything Lunchbox may have said. Dad, sorry about that. <laughs> It's all good. Okay. All right. I'm going to leave you with a buzzer. Ah!